At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I want to be able to do some ground and pound, draw some blood, and really do some damage. Live up to my name, The Savage. Julian The Savage Robertson! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. <laughs> that's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. We're starting this motherfucker right now. Get it going, baby. Let's rock and roll. Damn, I got one of those. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Wow, what a shit show. You don't know. Hey, I, I like to let people know behind the scenes because right now I could just start this, this thing without any hiccup. Hey, hey, well, it's good to see you. I do that, Dean Thomas. If I was behind a fucking cow, I'd be behind a, de- behind a desk like you, fancy pants. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it. I like when there's fucking hectic shit going on. We got Michael. I know. We have Michael Ray. You know Michael Ray? Yeah, the country, country singer, dude. Man. Yeah, man. Your, I know my country. I know. I know Morgan Wallen and all them boys, man. Come on now. Well, now you th- now you just throwing names at me. But listen, yeah. <laughs> the point is this: Michael Ray's a great guy, a country music singer. We're going to talk about his new single coming out. Yeah, but he shows up. You, my friend, listen. Maybe maybe thirty seconds later, but you're doing me a favor by showing up. No, no, no. I, 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 to be I'm fair. I'm not to be fair, I, can't, I just got off my other show. They knew I had another show. I just got off. Listen, this is all gibberish. We have the yeah. great Jillian Robinson. She's right here. Jillian, how are you? I'm doing good. You know, a couple days out from fight night, so I'm happy with that. I like the matchup with Tab- uh, Tabitha Richie. I, I, uh, Richie or Ricky? How do you pronounce that? Richie. 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 Oh, I got, neither one was right by me. <laughs> Richie. That, that is a fun fight. And I want to talk about it. Didn't you just do your, oh, the baby shark. Thank you for producer. Thank you for throwing that the fuck in there. I'm only kidding. I love my producer. I just like to give him shit. <laughs> Jillian, you, I feel like you've been on Joe Rogan 20 times already. I just saw you on there the other day. That's great. Let's go. How's yeah. that happen? That was my first time, but that was absolutely. It, it was- <laughs> <laughs> I just seen it the other day. Why would that, is it an old episode? No, uh, it was, I want to say last month I flew out there. You were saying you were never on that show before. No, I, that was my first time, yeah. What am I? I, I might just be a moron. I could have swore I'd seen you on there before. <laughs> oh, that was my first time flying out there, but I had a fun with it. It was a really dope experience. Dean, this is, the, this is an iconic beginning of an episode. I know, man. Listen, I know. You know what I'm thinking? You gotta stick you with need, You need, no, you need Jim. That's what it is. You need him. Fuck you. Do you think I can steer this shit by myself? Well, I'm just saying, like, now that you are, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of gotten off the rails. <laughs> well, this is the deal. 
In that case, I asked for Phoenix, you motherfucking late. Is <laughs> <laughs> that, that help you? Does that make you feel any better? My fucking sidekick through it all. All right, so Jillian, it was, it was your first time on Joe Rogan. How was it? Uh, it? It was a really cool experience, and he made it like a lot easier than I expected. I had a lot of nerves going in, but it's like he's just such a great conversationalist that it was like it, it made it really easy. Was it one of those? It was three hours, wasn't it? Around that? Yeah, it was about two and a half hours long. It goes. Yeah, how did you do that? No, I I feel like that's the hardest part about it is like once you start getting into like the two hour mark, your brain just starts drifting. It's hard to keep like that focus. Oh shit! Let me tell you about being hard to keep focus there. <laughs> yeah, Matt does it. Part. Matt does that after two minutes. I do that. I yeah. This time, my ADD is so bad. I'm teaching a move and I'll go into something with it and then I'll go back and go, oh, well, well where do we fucking... I'll go to my guy and go, listen, man. All right, be honest, where do we start from again? I don't know, that sounds crazy. There's 30 <laughs> people around me. There's 30 people around me thinking I'm fucking around. So I'm, then I'm like, oh, shit, we were mounted. Okay. Because I, dude, I'm in the moment. I live in the moment, Dean Thomas. I like to have a good time. I'm affable. I like to have fun. You know? <laughs> Hey, can we, can we just talk? Hold on, but one thing, Jillian, I apologize for a second. I just got I got to get this out though, Matt. Can we talk about for just a second how good your daughter's hands are? Hey, man, I don't know. I'll tell you right now, it, it's so cool, man. That's that's. I said that to you and Dana and you because and she they, my my daughter's Jillian. When did you start training with this Mr. Dean Thomas? I know you're with him since you were young. Uh, I started training when I was sixteen. That's so great, man. That, that, that's a, and look at you now. One of the top female fighters on the planet. You're so proud, aren't you, Dean Thomas? Well, yeah, man, because, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I watched them grow up. They, they were young kids back in the day, just young whippersnappers, and now they all grown up kicking ass. And it don't stop this weekend. This weekend, we continue. Did they ever do the meme? Did they ever do the meme with you at Jerry Maguire when you're leaving the fucking thing and saying, who's coming with me? Jillian <laughs> stands up from a fucking I, desk. I tried to. I I Thank really I you. wanted to do that. I tried Thank to. Thank you, I, Jillian. That's right. Do you do that? I tried to, man. I wanted to do that, but then I said, "Nah, they gonna they gonna beat me up." So oh, I, you know, no, I still got to see them. You should talk to Adam. I don't know if the kids nowadays would get that reference though, with the whole Jerry Maguire thing. Do you know what Jerry Maguire is, Jillian? Uh, I know of it because I've heard Dean talk about it, but <laughs> that's about it. That was our Jerry Maguire yeah. moment. She 100% made you sound like an old man, right? That's like saying, well, my dad talks about it sometimes. Like, you know, he's talking about old music. He's talking about... <laughs> hey, listen, all I know is it's a submission showdown. I, standing up on the ground, this fight with you and Tabitha Ritchie come, Ricky coming up, it, it's, it's intriguing. You're coming off two wins right now. Uh... I love your jujitsu in there, Jillian. I'm not just saying that because I'm friends with your buddy here. I, you, I've told you this privately, uh, Dean Thomas, how yeah, impressed yeah. I am with your girls' jujitsu. Because some people they don't use their jujitsu correctly in, in in fighting. I don't. I don't. It's like a missing element is distance management, pacing, when to strike, when not to strike, when to keep your base, when to you know when time's running out, when to go for that kill. Well, you know what I'm saying? You could be emptying the tank while you're doing it. But that's, a, I mean, 
it, it's a fine line between just hunting for that submission. It's almost like hunting for the knockout. You can get exhausted. So how do you find your pacing? Is that just, does that work? You, you work that out with sparring or did this guy just tell you chill out, keep the unhook, keep it until you get a better position, then start striking? How did you work that out? I think it is a lot of going live, just getting a lot of live rounds and building my cardio in that way. And also just uh, making smart decisions. So it's like the smarter the decision I make, the less the energy I have to use. And then I can be efficient with it for the whole round. When you look at the, the, the matchup with Tabitha Riki, I, I'm fucking killing her name, Jimmy. Uh, Richie. Richie, 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 Richie. Richie, like Guy Richie? No, Richie, like not Richie, Richie. Richie. Did you ever see Snatch? That's such a great movie. Or, oh, Snatch is a great movie. That's oh, all. Hey, yeah, you got all. Yeah, Snatch? Snatch is, Snatch is, yeah. It's so many great storylines in that movie. Richie. Or maybe it's Hichi because she is Brazilian. It's not Hichi. Hey, Jake, the producer, jump in here. Tell us his name. It's Richie. All right. I guess he's on a fucking lunch break. <laughs> I mean, a bad mood. I love my producer. Good guy. Jimmy. I mean, Dean. You look yeah. like Richie. Thank you, bro. When I started Richie. the show, we got Jillian here first, right? Before yeah. you came in. Before you came in. 30 seconds late. It's not a big deal. We had the country singer in here, Michael Wright. He doesn't want to be in here. So he pops out. Jillian pops up. I'm waiting for Dean Thomas. That's why I was a little bit flustered. Oh, no, no, listen, I thought, listen, you handled it like a champ, though. Are we friends again? We, we, we cool. All right, I'm not, cool. Mad at you. I'm not mad at you anymore for saying that I needed Jimmy to, to actually do well, that on my show. No, I'm just saying, you know what I'm Jimmy, saying? Sorry, cool. you have to be, sorry you have to witness two old friends having an, a, a semi-argument. Have <laughs> <laughs> fun! Uh, <laughs> Enough of all this fighting bullshit. That's going to happen. Let's get your mind off this. Stop fucking texting shit, producer, when I'm trying to talk. When you're not fighting, what do you like to do? I know you like to smoke a lot of weed. Besides that, nothing against it. But what do you like to do? What do you? What is a hobby of yours? Oh, uh, besides, besides smoking weed, <laughs> I noticed I keep saying that, D. Thomas. Because I think she's like, oh, that's my hobby. She might have forgot that I asked that question. No, I'm Go ahead, Julian. I honestly don't really have hobbies. Like besides hanging out with my dog, I'm like, I really just like I'm training. I'm in the gym five hours in the morning, an hour at night, and then I'm usually just chilling the rest of the day because I like just chilling in between training sessions, recovery. Like I and I've been in camp for the last like six months at least now. So I'm like it's just life. Are you one of those ice bath people? No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm like, I know Dean Thomas isn't. Oh, hell to the no. What if hell no. You know, there are some things they start off like they sound like they're good for you and then they end up being bad for you. What like, if that's yeah. What if it's real? You know how you feel like you're dying when you do that? What if you're really like taking years off your life? <laughs> I think that's what it is, man. There's no way an ice bath could be good for you. Man, they're going to find out. Good that's, what, that's what killed off the cavemen. They fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was the ice age. And was, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like, how could that be good for you? I, I, don't, I don't believe it. Listen, if, if, all I know is when I'm in the shower waiting for that shit to heat up, I'm like, I'm being a pussy. So I don't, it's not for me. But, you know, 
I also never got kicked with a fucking ankle kick. <laughs> Be honest, we got out when the getting good. All the fucking. I know. Shit. Tell me about it. Hey, but but I tell you what though, she's right about that. I used to try to all the time. No, listen, don't you go do something? And she's like, No, I got jujitsu. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing jujitsu. I go go. I gotta go to this school and grapple. I gotta go to this this place and train. I'm like, God damn, why don't you go out and do something? Go party. No, she won't do it. She just trains all day long. I mean, but then look where she is now. She's the, yeah. She's so the, I can't be mad at it. Oh, you on? Wait, what, where are we? You on the prelims? I think you should be on a main event. You should main event some shit now, Jillian. I mean, all right, so Jillian. So you're saying you don't watch any series on Netflix or any of that stuff? Anyway, what do you watch? You don't I, watch anything. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll watch a little bit, but I like I I don't know. I usually nap in the middle of the day. Man, I <laughs> nap like a son of a bitch. Dean, no, but you don't nap. Uh, not really, not no more. I used to, not no more though. I can't. What you just fucking work jobs, man? I'm fucking working all the time now. I got all these jobs. Now listen, after, things go well with this fight with Tabitha this weekend. Talk to me. What what do we? Do you have a name in mind in case things uh, go right? Yeah, definitely. I think that uh, Mackenzie Dern should be the next one that I face after this. I'm like, everybody calls her the submission queen. I, I'm the real submission queen. I got the most in the UFC right now. So uh, I would just like to really like claim that title. That, listen, first of all, I'm, I'm excited for you and Tabitha alone. But I think you should, at the top of your lungs, call for that fight. This guy, I, I love jujitsu. I'm not going to show my abs. I went to every time I stand up like that. I'm usually doing. Hey, are you? I love shit. I if that fight, I will walk on my calendar like a little kid on Christmas with the X's. I will be looking forward to that fight if that ever gets fucking booked. But that alone, I'm, I was going to root for you anyway because you know we're like family through Dean. I want that fight, Dean Thomas. We got to make. She's got to win that fight because I want to see her versus Mackenzie Dern. Of, co- of course, I man. don't really want to see anything. It's written, man. It's already in the books, man. It's written. It's going to happen. I've already uh, visualized about this. It is going to happen. Don't even worry about that. But tell me, what the hell was you doing doing in the back of a pizza shop teaching a man how to do Camoras? What the hell is going on with you, Matt? Oh, no, no. <laughs> that was at um, that was at a, uh, a, my smoothie place. Oh. He's talking about my Instagram, Jillian. Uh, I was getting my acai place. And there's this big bodybuilder guy, this nice guy, Danny. And he asked me, I mean, you can't ask me what a Kimura. He's a nice guy. He's like, hey, man, uh, <laughs> what, can I ask you a question? I go, yeah, and he can't even put his arms down, this guy. He's like, what's a Kimura? I go, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I go, you are built. Bro, you will rip an arm off. So I started trying to show him standing. It was awkward. I go, yeah, you know what? Let's get down. I got down. So I started showing him how to do a Kimura properly. I noticed in the video, the guy didn't even have his hands together, but they were so fucking strong. He almost ripped my arm off. What a nice guy. You know, he said when he's done with his bodybuilding, he might delve into this jujitsu, you know? Dean Thomas, we're never off the clock, man. We got to fucking spread the jujitsu love. It's, you're right, man. I spread it everywhere. I spread it everywhere I go, man. This, hey, speaking of jujitsu and Jillian, hey, I could not believe how, I, I do believe it. Because I do hold your jujitsu in high regard, but I haven't spoke to you since uh, you had that grappling match with Thug Rose. That was something else, and that has to make you feel like, look, I know there's a difference between fighting 
and, and, and jujitsu matches, but not a huge difference, not the way you do it, Jillian. So you have to know, like, look, if I could get her, I could sub her, if I could do that to her, God damn it, I could be champion. I could be, I could be champion. Yes, did that go through your mind, anything like that, or no? Uh, not that extreme. I'm sorry, I, I get excited for you, but go ahead. I, I definitely think it's a big step for me. I knew that I was going to go in and be able to dominate. I didn't expect it to be that fast, definitely. But, um, yeah, I just I, – that I, I think there is a huge difference between grappling and MMA, and she definitely has a lot to offer, obviously, in the MMA world, and I, I have to respect that. But it's definitely a fight that I would 100% want. I mean, you had your hands on her before, and, again – it's a different animal, but you know, shit. It's not like you get to that level and be like, man, I can't hang with her anywhere. You could be like, yo, I know I could best her here. And I love Thug Rose. I'm not being a jerk. I'm just saying for you as a mentality, as a fighter, you know that you could best her in an area. Really, not just think you can, you know you can. So that has to be, Dean Thomas, that has to be a huge for you as a coach. I mean, it was a huge, a huge blessing to have that happen too for mentally, emotionally, and just to know that you go, because there's always something about knowing that you're better than somebody when y'all grab, when you grab them, right? That you just go, all right. Yeah. If I, if I grab you, I'm better than you. You know what I'm saying? There's something, there's something powerful about knowing that. And she proved it. There's times in, in, in between, like, like you were leading up to a fight. Like when I, and this is, this reminds me of this. Well, I'll tell some of my fighters, and I'll be like, what do you think's going to happen if this guy came down on a Tuesday night you guys were out grappling? What do you think's going to happen? You think, you think this guy's going to hang with you? Because it's not, I don't see it. You know, and, you know, I try to get through the, with that because when they get in there and they get on the floor, man, nothing changes, man. Fucking, you know, the physics don't change. The fucking, his reaction's not going to change. If anything, a little bit more explosive, a little bit more tense. You got to anticipate that. So it's like, it should be no different than class. What you're pulling off in the sparring in, 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 in when you're rolling, you should be able to pull off and fucking in a fight. Yeah, but and she did the same thing to Jessica I too. She beat her the same way, that that fast too. So like anybody could get it. Anybody could get it. That's right. Listen, I like this a lot. I'm excited for your fight versus Tabitha Ricci. Uh, it, 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 listen, it's got the makings of a fucking great entertaining fight. I always watch when you fight, not just because you're my buddy's pupil but i man like i said i taught the 7 a.m this morning this class this the class this morning i live jujitsu you're a great and not to say and that gets a little i don't want to carry the jujitsu flag i'm not putting that on you but man you represent it well like in in the cage you really do so oh, thank you so much good for you and good for you mr thomas that's an indirect compliment to her coach oh well Thank you, Matt. Ooh. Jillian, why are you here? Can I apologize to everybody? I came in a little. He knows me already. I could be half of Joe Pesci, but <laughs> my producer, it was a little bit of a clusterfuck. Then I, I call indeed for reassurance, and then he, he attacked my ego, and I just felt like <laughs> a little bird falling out of a tree. Anyway, Jillian, thank you so much. <laughs> Good luck in your fight. And we'll have you back on soon. We, and then you will officially, <laughs> officially, you've been on here more than Rogan. I don't know what the fuck I was. <laughs> Jillian, take care, Jillian. <laughs> All right, I'll see you. Thank you. Ooh. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thomas, we're about to get Michael Ray in here, okay? Hey, oh, buddy, when I ask man, you, let me ask you. I, but, when I ask for your backup, don't tell me I need someone else. How well, I, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it Where that way. Feelings? I, I was didn't already, mean it that way. I was already on the ropes. And you, <laughs> you did like when Bernard Hopkins was yelling at that guy, I'll never lose to a pipe fight. He knocked him through the ropes. <laughs> you did that. I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that way. I was saying that if Jimmy was here, he could take all the heat for everything that was going wrong. That's what I meant. Well, thank he you. He could take the blame. You, you didn't let me finish. Is, we're about to get Mike. And listen, go ahead. I let you Hold finish. On. I got. I got a question. I do got a question for you. Yes. Are you coming on to do after tough with me? What am I doing? Are you Are you going to come on and do after tough with me? <clears throat> I believe it's July 11th, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Just making they sure. They do it before, but wait a minute. You better let them know you're out of town because. I don't know if the world knows. I think I mentioned it. Myself and you, you and me, we're going to be on Joe Rogan's together. That's right. We got a lot of stuff coming up. How did that? All right, he's going to bring you. All right, in one minute, bring him in, okay? Uh, I'm telling the producer. Uh, I want to know. Let's talk to Michael Ray. But I want to know, how did this come about with me and you getting invited on Joe Rogan? I know we all know each other for 20 years. And we're friends with Joe, but it's a weird time where everybody's trying to get close to Joe. So I know neither of us are going to ask him to go on. We don't do that shit. No, No, hell no. You know, I got a text on Memorial Day by Joe, and he's always changing his number. I don't know what's what. So then I I go, so I give you, the first thing I do is I take a picture, I send it to you. I go, is this Joe or am I fucking being dicked with? And you're like, yep, it's true. I spoke to him. What did he say to you? No, you know what it was, man? It's like I was hitting him up about Jillian because Jillian was going on there. And I was just and I was just going on and say, hey, you know, uh, Jillian coming on the show, man. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be good. And he said, oh, oh, did you want to come on with her? And I said, nah, man, she going on by herself. I'm saving my invitation for when me and Matt can go on together. And he said, bitch. and he said, make it happen. And I said, let's do it. And then that's how it happened. I, I saw yeah. it was. I said, yeah, man. I was like, yo, I'm only going on with Matt. And then that's how it happened. You know it's going to be fun. That's why. Yeah. You do yeah. have fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I have. I don't, I don't think I've ever been to Austin, Texas. God knows I've been to Houston. <laughs> and you win the All title right. in Houston. What's that? Did you win the title in Houston? Well, don't embarrass me. <laughs> hey, don't we got a guest? We got a oh, guest. Oh, yeah, we got a guest. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait. You won, oh, my fault, my fault. You won the title in Houston. Oh, Did you beat you? Oh, the you Houston? The biggest upset ever, but that's the biggest upset it. in history in Houston. Let, let's not make that about me. We got the great Michael Ray. Michael <laughs> Ray, nice to what see up, you. Man. I apologize for the F up this morning. Oh, dude, you're good, man. We had Jillian Robinson on. Now, do you watch the fights, Michael? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jillian Robinson is a she's a fantastic fighter. She's one of Dean Thomas's students. Yeah. And, uh, I'll tell you, she's fighting Tom, Tabitha Ritchie this weekend. And it's, it's this weekend, isn't it? 
It's yeah. Saturday, isn't it? Saturday, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Man, yeah, I leave yeah. tomorrow. These these cards oh. coming up, bro, are are stacked. I feel like, man, um, the are, uh, the 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 fight this weekend is the one you're talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just looking at it because uh, we'll be out on the road, so I always try to find a local place that has it where I can we can swing off hopefully and and watch the fight. It's it's, it's hard because when we're on the road is when all the fights are are normally happening. So now. Michael, you have a new. What do you have coming out now? Is it a new signal single or is it a new? Album? I got a new, EP, new new EP. I got a group of six songs that comes out twenty third. Okay, now June. when? What now? It's, when is it coming out? June what? June twenty third. It's called Dive Bars and Broken Hearts. It's a new EP. We've been we've been working on man. Me and uh, Michael Knox, who's producer, uh, got you know found Jason Aldean. Been a been a good friend of mine for a long time. Produced all Aldean stuff. Produced a bunch of other stuff too. And uh man it just came time for us to finally work together man and it was it's been like that missing link you know when you change some stuff in your staff or your coaching you know and yeah. all of a sudden that right one comes in at the right time and it's like that's what we've been missing and man he just he's been that guy for me how long you been now you how has a touring work like when you go on a, you going on tour with this thing yeah it, it works like this your agent just does this and it just throws darts all over the place <laughs> really <laughs> no i'm just kidding it feels that way sometimes, you know, do you just listen to where he says <laughs> for you to go type of thing or yeah, man, you know, we got when, you know, there's so many moving parts uh, behind the scenes uh, and all this, man, we got, you know, I'm with a William Morris uh, booking agency group. Uh, my, my booking agent, uh, my responsible agent's name is Kevin Mead. You know, he's got Cole Swindell and a bunch of other artists uh, that he books and uh, Brooks and Dunn, you know, from all, all over sizes. So, uh, you know, we, we, we tour hard, man. I come from the school. I've been touring or playing bars since I was 17, 16, 17 years old. So, being able, you know, being on the road is that uh, is, is just comes natural, you know, I, after so many years of doing it. So they keep us busy, man. And, and of course, though, sometimes, um, you know, we hop on a tour if it makes sense. Last year, I toured me and my buddy Lee Bryce did a tour together. And, you know, sometimes you jump on a tour with somebody else. But, uh, man, we've been having a, a fun time playing these fairs and festivals and just going out and, and, uh, and building hard tickets, man, and, and going out. And we've been all over the all over the United States already this year. Are you from Nashville? I'm from, I'm from Central Florida, from Eustis, Florida, originally. But oh no, kidding! Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm from Florida. Oh, what part? Yeah, I'm from Port St. Lucie, but I used to live in Orlando. Now I live in West Palm, but but Dude, yeah, man. I played, I played uh, the Chasco Fiesta in Port St. Lucie. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. Yeah, man. My I got a, I got my uncle lives down there. Him and his wife are teachers. No kidding. Yeah, man. Wow, small world. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm small. from Houston, which is a small, smaller, more in center of the state, Lake County. Yeah. I know, I know where it's at. I know yeah. where it's at. So, are you going to the fight in Nashville then? Because, like, obviously, the one August fifth, uh, Corey Sanhagen and Umar Nurmagomedov just got announced, booked for August fifth in Nashville. Man, I'm hoping I can make that one. Uh, we we're we're traveling. I think I am actually home. We're also uh, working on a TV show uh, that I'll be I'll be hosting. We we're finishing up all the touches on it now, so uh, we'll be filming a lot of that. You know, it's military base. I'm I'm big uh, big support of our military, so we're doing a cool thing with the Circle Network that'll be announced uh, soon. But um, so we might be filming then. We just we just finalized all that. But if not, I'll, I'll be at that fight for sure. You ever think about doing any crossover music with like? 
sometimes they have like uh i think nelly did one with her <laughs> with the country star this is back in the day oh yeah. it's bra, man he did yeah. that he did a, that was uh, good what's the name of that song again? yeah yeah dude. what's the yeah. name of that song dean thomas uh, i forgot man producer yeah, yeah, over yeah. and over the fact over that jake, and over. that's it the fact yeah. that jake producer knew that right off the bat he didn't have to look that up jake you big softy that's a fun <laughs> song though that is a fun song great man that was like one of the first doing anything like that Oh, no. Yeah, dude, I would love to, man, dude. There, so I don't know if y'all. There, there's a he's he's from Scotland, and this dude, his name is Lewis Capaldi. He had that. He 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 has that. He had that song. Uh, uh, now I got over and over stuck in my head. But he had the uh, guess. I guess uh, used to be in someone you loved. Uh, and I, he's got this documentary out about, you know, he's been going through Tourette's and, and he had this like crazy, like sh- sh- shoulders twitch that kind of started developing. Anyway, the dude is a badass, bro. Like he sings his ass off. He's funnier than hell. And, uh, he's, he's a pop artist, man. I, I was like, if there's a dude I want to kick it with and just, you know, work with, man, it'd be him. If I ever did something, I'd, I'd love to kick it with him. The guy has Tourette's. <laughs> yeah dude he like came out of nowhere man it's like he has like the, he has a shoulder twitch and he can't control it man and they, he's they had to like take time off and it's a whole thing dude like the dude i don't know how i don't i didn't really know how any of that works but uh but he can sing his ass off though man i'll tell you that hey so country music right now is probably as popular as it's ever been i mean you guys right now are kicking ass out there and you know just taking names touring has got to be fun and you know i mean i mean it's gotta it's gotta be something else huh is it is it stressful to be out there touring or is it just like all right this is a good Uh, time for me man you know i i come from a small town you know you know where i come from in florida man my my, all my family first responders my grandfather got the army and loved playing guitar and taught all of us how to play guitar and 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 you know pass that on to us so it's what i've always wanted to do man you know and and playing bars and busting your ass when no one was showing up dude and now people are showing up we've got some hits thanks to country radio and and everybody you know the fans you know connect with the music and so now man you know it's like anything traveling's tough bro no matter how many times you do it or how luxurious you can make it like when you're out for a couple weeks it, it, it can wear on you but dude when you go out there man and you're meeting people that connect through your music a bunch of strangers that didn't know each other you the only thing that they came together is because they all like your shit, you know, and, and, you know, you get to kick it with those people and, and just see parts of the world. I never would have seen, you know, places I'd have never gone to those moments make all the travel worth it, you know? And then, it, you know, I always try to find like a local sports bar after and hang out and kick it with some fans and just connect with everybody that, that made the time to come out and hang, you know, you're a married guy or a single guy. No, nah, I'm single. Oh man. I, that's got to make it even more fun in a yeah. way. Yeah. But you, also gotta, you also got to be careful. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. No, man. Uh, you know, it's a crazy world now, man. It's definitely a crazy world. So tell me, Michael, you, are, you, are you watching this season of the ultimate fighter or no? Uh, dude, I've been trying to keep up with it. We, like I said, we've been on the road. I, uh, my buddy, uh, you know, Michael Chandler lives in Nashville or right outside of Nashville. Um, and, uh, and I, we've done some events together and, and then uh, my buddy Trevor, it, he just he was just he just fought. He was on McGregor's. Uh, Trevor Wells. Trevor, Trevor Wells, yeah, he fights uh, over at my boy Hendo's. Well, Dan Henderson's yeah. gym over there in, in Temecula. So uh, uh, I saw I, I got to watch a preview of his. I actually watched it just before we got on here. I was on my phone watching it because I didn't get to see it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I dude, I remember. I can't believe how long the Ultimate Fighter's been on, dude. I remember that Forrest Griffin Stephen Bonner fight, bro, being just like I remember being. 
blown away by that fight. It feels like it wasn't that long ago. And God bless uh, Stephen Bonner and, and yeah. you know, all his passing. But, uh, man, that, that show. I, I've been able to watch too much of the new season, but I, I know a few of the boys on there. That show changed our life. And it made a, a us. It's the beginning of a budding friendship between me and this man, <laughs> Thomas. It sure oh, did. Thank goodness for that. That show literally changed my life. It, I mean, so it's an and we were on number four, and now this season's what 130. No, what season? <laughs> 31. 31. All right. 31. 31 dude, that's wild. Yeah, we were on Ultimate Fighter four. Oh, so I remember. It shows our age. You know? We didn't we didn't miss a season, man. Not at not at our house. You know what was cool about it was, you know, I grew up in a family that that loved mixed martial arts. My my dad and his you know his generation grew up doing, uh, you know, uh, uh, judo tournaments and Okinawa Kempo and Shotokan and boxing. So I grew up, you know, we always watched, you know, tournaments. And then we all you know, we were watching Ultimate. I was I remember watching Ultimate Fighter when it was you know Dan Severn and you know all those all those guys back back in the day. And and um and so to see it. We, I, I knew when that I knew then as a kid that that having the cameras on there to actually show what the the lifestyle really is, you know what I mean, the passion and and what really goes into it, and and I knew man it would change the game, you know once once that took off, dude, because then then it let people really into the inside of what it really does to you, you know what I mean, and like the heart and the passion and and the pride and the responsibility that comes along with with what y'all do. It's amazing what that one fight. Boris Griffin and Stefan Bonner did for the whole sport where the sport was kind yeah. of on its last legs. Yeah. You had to actually pay for them to put that show on the ultimate fighter. It was almost like the Trojan horse horse <laughs> that got the MMA into like everybody's homes. And uh, back then it was a game. Literally people were calling people cause it wasn't a big social media thing. There was right. no social media back then. So yeah. people just, Saying, yo, you gotta see this fight, these two guys brawling, and then it just caught on like wildfire. It is crazy, Dean Thomas. I know. Damn. Think think sure, about sure. that though. Like how how that one fight changed the trajectory of the entire sport of mixed martial arts. It did, it, it really did, man. I mean, I mean, Dana had no choice but to give two contracts out. So I mean, those Yeah, those... yeah, yeah, yeah. Like imagine if he was like, nah, man, you lost. Nah, man, sorry, like, yeah. rule the that's funny. That made it all. That made it all worth it. He, he spent that a little bit extra cash because it saved the whole. It saved the whole thing. And now it's bigger than ever. Now it's bigger than anything. Do you have any? I know you're close with Dan Henry, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. any guys now that are active that you like that I know. So he was probably your favorite fighter, I'd imagine, when you were. Oh man, yeah, growing up, man, yeah, the age bomb, dude. My yeah. dad, you know, the yeah, my, my he was one of my dad's favorite fighters and. And man, we watched you know, the, the UFC fights for like a monthly Super Bowl. We either went to, we were, everybody either came to my dad's house or we went to my Uncle Herbie's house. And uh, it was a, we flopped, you know? And so we, uh, growing up watching him being, you know, and, and now being buddies with him and, um, uh, you know, Ryan Bader is a good, good buddy of mine. Uh, CB Dalloway, uh, Chad Mendez, you know, all the, all those boys, man. Uh, I, they've been, uh, they've been real good, real good friends of mine for a while. And, and Hendo, dude. Me and him for the first time. I met him at at, at a, this country concert they do in Arizona, and uh, and I remember somebody, him or his wife, posted a photo of me at the show of them at my show, and I was like, I sent my tour manager out right away. I was like, Yo, go get this dude, figure out where he's at, bring him back. And he's like, My tour was like, Who is he? I was like, Don't ask questions, dude. Just go <laughs> get him. I just need him to come back here. And I mean, we've been boys ever since, man. 
That's wild. Where is that CB Dalloway? I want to let's play. Where are they now? What happened? <laughs> How is he doing? No, he's doing good, man. No, I'm just right. I want. I don't know where he. I haven't heard. I haven't heard that name in a long time. He was yeah. a good fighter. Yeah. He is, man. Yeah, he's doing good. He just got. He just got remarried. We were actually all at his wedding in Arizona in November. November, I think, uh, somewhere right. around there. So, yeah. Is he, is he working? What's he got going on? Is he, is he working? Is he? He's training, man. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know as far as like planning fight wise, but I know he's training all the time. Um, and and uh, I we actually last time I saw him was at Bader's fight uh, against Fedor. We all went out there and saw saw Bader uh, and Fedor fight uh, oh, for Bellator. Well, that's awesome, man. Good, Dean. Michael. There's a lot of there's a lot of good fights coming up. Just got announced. Is there any one fight that you're looking forward to the most? Dude, you know, I've always been a big fan of, of Sean O'Malley, um, and, and they just announced that 292 fight that he's got coming up. Um, now, hold on, before you finish, be I'll, careful. Aljo's a good friend of ours. Be careful. That, that's what I was saying. Hang on. <laughs> all right, hang all right. On. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, yeah. go ahead and finish. No, no, no. But, but dude, Stern's wrestling and takedown is a – he's ain't no joke, man. I think it's going to be a, it's gonna be a, a test for for Sean, man. I think I, I think it's going to be a, a, a one that's really going to test – Test his skill skill level. You know, I mean, he's got great stand up, but Sterling's takedown is and ground is next level. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a fun one. And yeah. and what about Weidman coming back, man? Yeah, man, dude, Weidman's a beast. And uh, Weidman, sorry. yeah, you know, he answers to anything. He, uh, I told you, <laughs> he he grappled. He had a grapple the match over in Europe, and he did. He had, you know, it was close, but uh, he he might. I think he lost it, but he, you know, he shows that his leg is holding up. And, you know, he's in South Carolina. I don't see him all too much, but I'm getting good reports on his yeah. show. Yeah, so, he looked good, man. I mean, from... everybody's worst nightmare is that fucking kick, Dean Thomas. Ooh, I, uh, I, I don't even like watching kicks nowadays, man. I always think that's going to happen. Every time I look at a kick, I'm prepared to turn away. Man, I held pads for a guy once I this jiu-jitsu instructor and he kicked, and that's when I realized that you guys and me were built different, bro. Like he kicked the pad, I said, and I'm going back to the guitar, right? I'm going yeah. <laughs> It is funny. Sometimes you're watching it, Dean, and they're getting kicked. And even though we used to do it, I'm still, you know, like, I'm like, oh goddamn. I used to do that. Those calf kicks and shit, man, that y'all take, man, are the inner the, the thigh kicks and stuff, man. After a while, like I don't know Listen. how y'all do it. Thank goodness. I don't know. Maybe I would be good at it because I'm a short guy, but those calf kicks, ankle kicks, calf kicks, thank goodness they weren't in the game yet when I was in there. I don't want to fucking. You know <laughs> I mean? know. They that are was... debilitating, man. They You can't take many of those. There's some they of those. just really shut you down. Then you see guys first take a few. They have the poker face. Then you see them change their stance. They're, oh, he's not a southpaw. What's going on? And <laughs> yeah. then. They're doing the sloppy shots. Then they they're doing this. They're doing the hot lava. They can't hide. <laughs> yeah, on the floor. It's a slow death sometimes. It's so it's <laughs> it's frightening. How much does an injury like that play for you guys? And you're you know what I mean, coming back from something like that. I mean, that's got to be something that's that stays with you a little bit, right? I mean, I mean, I definitely ask. Well, I'm gonna ask either Weidman or or Connor or Anderson that. I yeah. you know, I've never had an injury to that extent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I got some deformities. If you look at my bicep, yeah. <laughs> I used I, to have two of these motherfuckers, and then this <laughs> rolled up during a sparring session. It was ugly, but uh, you know, we all got our battle scars. But that one, I yeah. know, man. You want if that shit ever happened to me? I'm like, yo, man, I want to learn how to play the guitar. 
Yeah, I, I got you. See, I, yeah. I learned from the pad. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to <laughs> Maybe it's one of those things where they have like a steel rod in there now where it's like, that shit ain't going to happen again. I don't know. Yeah. Like, that I would could, always fear that I favor something. You know what I mean? Like, just. Yeah. I got a new knee. I got a knee replacement. I will I'll do a knee destruction if somebody tries to kick me because this thing's fucking titanium. <laughs> I'm not running. I'm not winning any races still, but I'll check that thing like a, like a little turtle. That's praying a motherfucker. Listen, Michael Ray, let's plug your your new. I'm gonna, I'm saying album, but is it called albums anymore? Or am I just an old moron? Yeah, well, you know, everybody. It's the way everybody's getting music now is changing, man. You know, so we we've released three songs for the last three months. Okay, uh, one song a month or every four weeks. So yeah, yeah, every once a month. Uh, starting with a song called "Get Her Back," and then a song called "Working On It," and then it's the title track "Die Bars and Broken Hearts." which came out last week. And then that EP, Die Bars and Broken Arts, comes out uh, the June 23rd. Uh, and that has um, six songs total on it. So um, we, it's just an easier way, I think, for us to continue to keep getting music out there instead of waiting to pull out a full body of work, even though I miss the CDs and I miss, you know, the whole thing. That I, I feel like as an artist, you know, I feel as a fan of, of music too, that's where you really get to know an artist is some of those B cuts, the other side, yeah. you know, those, those yeah. cuts that you can hear on the radio, you know. Those always seem to be my favorites, but, you know, I think we found that just getting as much music out there uh, with, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to hurt the qual the quality for the quantity by any means either. So just finding that good balance of, I think us putting out six songs, going back in the studio, recording six more, you know, and just doing that is kind of our thing. I think that you, t I feel like you're telling the story there. Now, is it just me? Get her back, working on it. And it looked like it didn't work out well, so you end up in the dive bars in the fucking. That yeah, that's just half the record, man. You don't even like... know where that takes me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> am I am I following the breadcrumbs right? Is this? Yeah. Yeah, man. And the whole album, the whole album ends on working on. So it's all these like it's a process of all the shit you got to go through. You know what I mean? Then to get to the end to realize none of us know what the hell we're doing. We're all just trying to make tomorrow better than today and make our make our screw ups few and far between and not have big ripple effects. You know. That's it. And it's true. We're always trying to better ourselves. And even at 49, you know, you're never perfect. You're always trying to better yourself. Dean Thomas, you're a little younger than me, right? Yeah, a little bit. I, I'll be 47 in a couple months. So I'm getting up there, though. Yeah. You got to round it up to 50 now. Yeah, I, I know. I, I got <laughs> So I can actually round it up. People think I'm 50 anyways when I grow my beard out. So it's all yeah. good. My mom is Yeah, the espresso hit me crazy this morning when I was teaching. And I get a little loud and crazy. But I, I assure my students that it's not a midlife crisis because I've been like this for a long time. It's just <laughs> Dean Thomas. I know. I okay. know. All right. Listen, Michael Ray, I can't wait for your new stuff. I feel like I just it just hit me what it's all about. And I might be a new country music fan if it is. And, hey, uh, and listen, come on again soon, bro. I mean, Dude, absolutely, man. We'd love to, man. Yeah. Absolutely. If you ever get to Nashville, man, hit me up. I'll show you all around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My buddy Sean Williams has a jiu-jitsu school out there, so I would love to. Oh, yeah, man. Do you know Ed Clay? I do yeah, know Ed Clay. Ed's Ed, a good buddy of mine, man. I know yeah. Ed real well. So me and Ed actually, Ed and I went to CB's wedding together. <laughs> no. Ed Clay, did, did Ed Clay run the old hook and shoots or my way off? Um, um, I don't know. I know he owned, uh, I believe, Nashville MMA, um, and now he's running a hospital now that is just changing, changing the game, man, um, with stem cells and doing a bunch of that stuff, man. A lot of fighters have been going to him uh, recently. And he's does he, work, does he work with Scott Nelson? 
on my way off. Is that, his, is that his competitor with the fucking? No, I, I don't know. I don't. I'm giving a shout out to his stem shell competitor. I don't. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome, man. You know. But hey, man, listen. Thank you so much, Michael. And we'll, we'll, hey, man, we'll appreciate you guys. Big All right, fans. my man. Have, have a good one. Time. We'll see y'all soon. Peace, Thanks, man. Brother. See y'all. Thank y'all. I felt little. I felt bad in the beginning. I again now see when things settle down. Me and you, we're, we're fucking. We're, we we're perfect. No man, listen. But I, I don't. My thing is, Thomas, it was a major, and it's not even our producer's fault. I want to even say an apology to Jake, because Jake goes, "Oh, I'm reading." He thought it was you coming in, but it was really Michael Ray. Because I don't recognize this thing. And I, Jake, I take the, I've taken the hit on this, Jake. I apologize because I was saying, just let it in. It's probably Dean. And also, I'm looking at Michael Ray, who was supposed to come on after Jillian. So you right. see, he's coming at me, and you know, I'm just the man. I honestly, it was Michael Ray's fault because he was. No, to be stop on, it! No way, it's true because he was supposed to be on a two fifteen because I got the memo. You did get the memo. We all got the memo. He came in early, so like it was kind of his fault. All I know is this weekend, and we're going to talk more about some other things, obviously. Oh, I just lost the fucking... You know what's funny, though? This weekend is uh, Emmett, Emmett versus Tupora. 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 Tupora! Yeah. No! Tupora. Hey. Emmett Tupora! Uh, Emmett versus Tupora. And it's going to be in... It's this weekend in Jacksonville, Florida. Do you like that it's in Florida? Because you are a Florida boy. Yeah, I do. But I don't really like Jacksonville all that much. My brother lives there, but I don't really like it that much. We don't even claim Jacksonville as a Floridian. <laughs> it's like Georgia. Yeah, you're like you're, you know, Florida yeah. boy. Some would say yeah. an island boy. I, I like I'm an island boy. All yeah, I we don't really claim it. I cannot wait for you for Austin, Texas. I don't know. Uh, my big buddy John Rollo, Hensel Gracie Black Belt, three hundred pound gentleman, might be a little bit under right now. Uh, maybe two ninety nine. He's gonna be there, and I'm looking forward to seeing him. Where in Austin? Yeah, he's gonna be in Austin this weekend. That's what's up. That's what's he's up. Like, I just spoke to Joe, and I heard you're gonna be there. I go, yeah, get in here. He kind of sounds like like a foghorn. Wrong. What's that? Uh, what's the, uh, what's the, <laughs> foghorn, the what's, leghorn. Foghorn, leghorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like one of those guys. He's a good guy though. He's a really big guy. Hey, Pee Wee. And we used to call ourselves Master Blaster because I was a little guy and he's a big guy. But he's a, yeah. he's, a, he's a funny gentleman. And so we're going to have a good time, man, on Rogan's. Yeah, I look forward to that, man. I can't wait till we get on Rogan because this is going to be my second time on Rogan. Maybe that's where you got confused because, like, I was on there before. But this, I this is my second swore, time. I could have swore I've seen her on there. She wasn't on there with you ever? No, no. I don't know why I thought she was on there before. I swear to God. Maybe I've seen her on another show. I don't know, but I don't know. I'm a fan. I think she's, I think she, and thanks for bringing up my, my daughter. That's funny. The hands weren't bad, were they? She's no, only, I was like, I was surprised because I thought you just had him doing jujitsu. So like when she hit the pads, I'm like, damn, old girl got a little pop. And you know, what's funny, Dean. They jumped into their first tournament. I talked about it on here and they, they, they she did good. She won gold, you yeah. know, gold medal. And she was, they were so relaxed. Her and my middle, Maria, they were so relaxed. My wife went in there and won too. It was funny. It was, you know, and so did Uncle Edwin, you know, Edwin, my brother. Yeah, yeah. 
He went in there and fucking dude. He got a guy's arm behind his back. I thought he's gonna rip it off. And I thought, hey, wait, wait, easy. You, you know, it's, you know, it's a sad thing when you hear the other coach not going, get it, get it, going easy, control, easy. <laughs> he got this judo guy's. The guy was a. I think the guy might have been a black belt in judo, but he was a purple belt. And there was uh, he was going for Edwin, and the guy's family was there, man. So Edwin got that. Oh thing. yeah. Guy, Edwin got that thing behind his back, and the guy was kind of being a little too stubborn. So that's why I'm like, yo, man. I go, yo, you got to tap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know yeah. a kapora break is an ugly thing. Yeah. Because either your shoulder's going to pop out, or if your shoulder's flexible, your elbow's going to pop out it's first. Not, it's something's ugly. popping. It yeah, something's ugly. popping. And Edwin's a yeah. strong individual. Ooh. So I'm like, you know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saved that guy's arm. But he was a nice gentleman. He came up to me afterwards and thanked me. He goes, oh, I didn't want to tap <laughs> one of my kids. I go, oh. You didn't want to, didn't want to see them screaming with their arm to figure the, the, the coming out of the socket. But uh, yeah, man, that was a good day. But my, you know, I tell my, you know, I do it is I try to kind of put them in that direction of doing just jujitsu, not doing just jujitsu, but they're competing in that now and very natural at it at 14 and 12. And, and uh, you know, my thing is they don't even have to take a punch if they don't want to. Yeah, for sure. But like, like they do the kickboxing just as much. And like you saw with my 14-year-old's hands, it's pretty nice, it's pretty damn natural. So it's scary. Right. So yeah, listen, they, I'm not they coming right, they're coming right back to the pocket and everything. No, yeah, it's scary. You know, but hey man, listen, it's fun, this whole circle of life. Uh what else do we got? We got let's do a couple of picks. How about that? Okay. Let's do a couple of picks here. Josh Emmett versus Ilya Taporia. Let's talk about that. And then we'll talk about that, and then we'll do the main, we'll do the co-main also. Okay. Um, well, Josh Emmett obviously has been around a little bit longer, but I think he's getting a little too old now. I think Ilya Taporia is kind of a younger, better version than Josh Emmett. I think he's going to be a little too well-rounded. I'm not counting the – Josh Emmett's still a live dog here. I mean, he's got power. He's probably got the biggest power in the division. So there is some upside to that, but I don't see him beating Ilya Taporia. I think Ilya Taporia is on another level right now. You know – Ilya Deporio is, you know, he's got what's going for him is that he's never lost. And he's talking like a guy that's never lost, but he's also looking like a guy that's doing everything right. So, so he doesn't lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not just the yes, guy. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, I think he's a young guy in 26, but he seems very mature behind his years. And I think he's taking his fight seriously. I think he, he sees himself getting the belt. I say he, you hear him talking about the champ Volkanovski being, and that guy's, you know, people consider him, you know, they talks about him being the, the the best pound for pound. He's saying that he feels he'll beat him in the first round. So I don't, well, think I don't know about that. Sure. I don't, well, <laughs> it's definitely not me saying it, but <laughs> the fact that he has confidence saying that, you know, somebody might think, oh, you know, the audacity. How can he say that? It's disrespectful. I don't think so. I think he truly believes it. You know, just like he's almost having. He shit. should, right? Well, you if you want to championship material, you should. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, uh, I'm not mad at that. I don't believe it, but I'm not mad at him saying it. But he is good, man. Like if you watch his fights, he adjusts to his opponents. He fights with smart game plans. He doesn't waste a lot of energy. He's got big power. He's balanced. Good athlete. Like there's there's a lot of things that he's got going for him, and I think that the future is. Is bright for him. Josh Emmett, Josh Emmett, I didn't realize that he's 38. I mean, I'm not shitting on him because 
he's still powerful. But I'll tell you now, I think this kid's just like you said. He's younger. He's hungry, and he's got a, he's got he's got he, you know his grappling and his. I mean, he's he's a very well-rounded dude too. Yeah, I, I'm giving it to to to, to, to uh, Ilya Tabora, and I'm going to say he's going to get it. I'm going to say he's going to get a fourth round stoppage. Okay. That's what I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say decision. I think I think a decision I think I think his power I think Josh Emmett's power will keep Taporia honest so he doesn't get crazy and I don't think he finishes him. I think it's going to be a decision. I think Taporia is going to be Taporian it on. <laughs> Sorry. They can't all be out of the park. <laughs> anyway, I got Taporia fourth round you, stoppage. Uh Amanda Hibos. Versus Macy Barber. This is a fun one, a really fun one. You yeah, know. Hmm. Um. You, for me, I think oh. Macy Barber is the more talented fighter, but sometimes she doesn't show it. Sometimes she falls behind in fights. I'm not sure exactly why, but I this, think Amanda Hebus wins this fight. It's funny because. She's on a tear lately, Macy. She yes, is. she is. She is on a tear. Um, the Angela Lee fight, I think, was close, wasn't it? That's what I'm saying. Like when she's winning, she's like a a killer. But then she'll make a dumb mistake and fall behind. I think the jujitsu is going to make the difference in this. I think Amanda yeah. has better jujitsu, especially on top. She does have better jujitsu. Yes, on yeah. top she can finish. Second round sub, Amanda. I said it. That's crazy. I don't believe I said that. I said it. I am gonna. I'm gonna second that. I agree with you. I think Ooh. that Amanda Hebus. I think Amanda Hebus is a good finisher, and she's really good on top. And at some point in the fight, Macy Barber will give up that takedown. She'll make a mistake, give up that takedown, and it might not be recoverable. I think Amanda Hebus wins it. Second round submission. You're right. Man, what else? What else you got for me? Who else? Who else is fighting? Oh, you know, um, Phil Rowe and uh, and Neil Magny's a good fight, man. That is a good fight. That, that is, is a really, really good fight. That, that is a really good fight. I I like Neil Magny. I you know sometimes he'll have a little bump in the road, but he's so well rounded, so crafty. I feel he's he has finds a way to get it done more than he doesn't. You know what I mean? Like he really. Yeah. He's a, he's a talented, talented martial artist, you know. Who was just calling to fight him recently? Everybody. <laughs> Why is everybody? I, think I don't know, man. Everybody looks at him. Everybody looks at him as the weak link because. Like the gatekeeper not, or some shit? Yeah. When they look at him as like of That's all it. the top guys, he's not the most dangerous one. Ian, Ian Gary. Gary. Yeah, Ian, Ian Gary, Gary called him out. So, hey, I, I don't think Neil even gives a fuck about being called the gatekeeper type of guy. Like, he's like, yo. I don't think he is. I think he's a bit too good to be called the gatekeeper. But, you know, I think some on paper, guys feel they could beat him. Like, they look at him and I don't know what it is. They feel like, ah, I don't know, tall, lanky. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. But it's he's because he don't got a lot of finishes. He don't have a lot of power. And of all the top guys, he's the least threatening of all the top guys. So, like, they look at him as, like, the easiest path to get to the top. 
But the reality is, is he'll spoil the goddamn party. He did it for Jeff Neal. He did it for Hector Lombardi back in the day. And he also did it to uh, Johnny Hendricks back in the day. He'll spoil your party if you let him. Man, even like your return party, like Carlos. Did he, did he beat Carlos Condon? Tell me if did. Neil Magny beat Carlos Condon, because I think he did. Dude, check that. Did be Carlos producer. Check that with my, with my brain. Yup, decision. Yeah, beat Carlos Condon. So this is this won't be an easy fight for Phil Rowe, but Phil Rowe is really good, and he's young and he's hungry. So this will be an interesting fight. Both of them are tall, so I'm looking forward to this. I'm uh, you know, looking forward to pulling up with you to Joe Rogan's. Hell yeah! You know when me and you, when we pull up to the scene, we do it with the ceiling missing. We pull up to the scene with the ceiling missing. Ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene the with, scene the with the ceiling missing. Pull up to the scene with the ceiling missing. Ceiling missing. Okay. Uh, Dean <laughs> Thomas, I'm going to let you go. Once again, listen, it's not how it, it's like a fight. There's me and you together. It's like a fight. It's not how it starts. It's how it ends. how it ends. I was a little grumpy in the beginning. Out of character for me. Out of no, character. You're doing me a solid by coming on. No, no. I, no, no. Listen, you my dog. I, I can accept that. I know I, I know you get grumpy sometimes. I'm okay. No. With that. That's you. That's, That's you. Not, That's okay. Is That's that really okay. me? Is that really me though? Sometimes. Or am I more than am I more than not? Am I more? Is it more often that I'm just happy go lucky? No, no, you are you are always happy. Thank but, you. But you gotta, you know what I'm saying? But you got a quick trigger, like you know what I'm saying? Like you. Things and things about bang, bang. you know what I'm saying? It's true, I, Thomas. Yeah, hey. Chris Weidman said that to me. We were in New York, and Chris Weidman was like, Oh man, I'm scared of Matt. Man, I don't say nothing. <laughs> Chris Weidman, right? Loves me, I know, but he said he's afraid of you. <laughs> no, he Chris Weidman. I, you know, I get emotional. I know him when he doesn't have kids, and I just seen him and he brought his kid with him, CJ. He calls me Uncle Matt because you know, because you see these kids grow up, it's so weird. So, I mean, I remember at, uh, at Marab's last fight. Mar- was it Marab's last fight? No. Who just? No, it was fucking Aljo. Yeah. I think it was Aljo's fight. What am I saying? And, and you know, and why in Jersey and why he been showed up with his kid. I don't see him often. So, yeah. I don't know. It felt so great to see him and his kid. Because, you know, it is like an extended family. It really is. You know, you For see sure, the guys. Now they have kids. And you're like, ah, hey, Uncle Matt. It's like, oh, my God. This is great. It's so cute. Uh, anyway, Dean Thomas, we have fun. What do you want to plug? Plug some of your eight, eight jobs. <laughs> well, um, really the one I'm really most concerned with right now is After Tough. So if you are watching Tough 31, stick around for the post show. I'll do the post show with special guests every week. Matt's going to be on there in a couple of weeks. It's After Tough. It's on ESPN Plus, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure you check After Tough. I am the host. And Emmett, Emmett versus Tuporia prelim started at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Oh, I got one more thing to plug. And the main card, I'm sorry, the main card begins at 3 p.m. Eastern on, on ABC. Yeah, I got one more thing to plug. Dean's Got right. Answers. Make sure y'all check out Dean's Got Answers because y'all put me on. Y'all, this show put me in the game with Dean's Got Answers. So I want to thank this show for putting me in the game to having Dean's Got Answers. And uh, just wanted to say, check that out. Hey, Dean, this weekend, you remember my good friend and pupil, young Marcus. 
Oh yeah, he's fighting. He's fighting this weekend. He's fighting with my little cousin, Ryan, one of Ryan LaFlair's guys, uh, one of the Long Island MMA guys. So they're they're reputable guys. They're tough guys. Yeah, I like Marcus. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Marcus, man, and also Young Tommy. Uh, he's fighting also. So these are my guys. I don't listen. Me and Longo have our fight team, but out of my little thing, Sarah BJJ, mm-hmm. I don't have a fight school. You know that I have a jujitsu. Right. I don't use it as a fight gym, but there are certain individuals that you allow. I will take under my wing that I will. And whether they do this just to improve themselves as a person with this fighting or they take it somewhere, they might take it somewhere. That's, that's up to them. But I, there's certain people I like to really, you know, give some of my time to. And because I feel that they're worthy of it in a sense where they're good people and I want them to do well in and out of the cage. So myself, Coach Carol Colombo, who's a big fan of yours, uh, we like to take, we're going to take uh, young Tommy and, and Marcus out. We get some, we got some food right after the weigh-ins over here in Long Island. The four of us, we bullshit, strategize a little bit, shoot the shit, break some bread. Saturday night after the UFC, that's what's nice about this. Get to watch the UFC. And then I go over to the Westbury Space Theater to watch some ring of combat. And, and corner some guys. And then the next day, I'm leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when I'll come back again. I sure do. It'll be a couple of days. But me and you will be hanging out in Austin, Texas. Looking Fuck. forward to that. Got a video thing there, me and you. Well, we're doing a big thing. We're doing the most popular. We're not doing this fucking horse and pony dance. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing a family game. This is great. We're fucking doing Joe Rogan show. And uh, I think it's going to be a fucking good time. I'm going to look at this as three friends just catching up. That's what it is. That's what I see, Joe, now. It's last time I saw him and I said it on here and he was happy to see me, which I'm happy about. He was walking a little bit further away and like and i i go joe love you you know he looked before he said he looked back he said love you too and then he looked he saw it was me and he came over he's happy to see me so like it is you're in my boat where it's like when we see him in public it's our guy it's still joe it's the same thing but so many motherfuckers come up to this guy that i don't want to be the 108th guy to come up to him that day i know it's hard it's hard dude i'm looking forward to doing his show because i love the guy and i person uh and and you know I think we're gonna have a great time, and I want to use it that that however long it is to kind of catch up because we're never gonna have that in person. Yeah, we're for sure. Have that in person. He's, um, it's not that. Listen, like I said, when you're that big, we have it to a degree. Like you go to your local back to back home and fucking back to the local barber shop. I know the guys. Like, <laughs> so listen, go on, Dean. I know what happens when you yeah. We still got your champ for you over there. You wanna you know, you're like, I'm just come back for a fade, motherfuckers. <laughs> you're a good ass barber though. But uh that could take you got something to fall back on, motherfucker. But uh you know, we got it to some degree with people, you know, because we got some fame. I don't want any more fame than this. Don't you think this is the perfect amount? Man, I don't this know. This is good, man. I you don't want Joe. Nah, man, I see Joe and I see these guys, man. In fact, like, I'll be at the show and I'll be like, I'm going to let DC get out first because he going to cause a distraction and then I, there ain't nobody going to be worried about me. So I'll let them, I'll let the more popular guys go ahead of me and then I could just kind of cut around the back. It's funny because we have, we could actually be like, oh, I feel like a little beetle. I feel like I'm a superstar. Because if we go to a UFC, yeah, you will be signing for a long time. 
But then there's yeah. other places we go. Nobody knows us. It's us. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you still feel cool if you're in front of your kid because every now and then people want a picture. Yeah, yeah. It's cool in front of your kid because they then they recognize. Yeah, shit, man. And it, makes it, all work. it makes all the hard work worth it. Dude, 110%. All right, Dean, listen. Our show is done. For everybody that's listening, Dean didn't mean that I can't run this without Jimmy. He didn't mean that. Tell him again, Dean. Yeah, Tell I didn't kidding. mean it that way. Yeah, Jimmy needs really. to take the blame for this. He should have, you know, Jimmy need to take the blame for this. It's not Jimmy's fault. It's nobody's fault but mine. But all I know is not though, Not only did we, it's like picking up after a fumble and you have to get back on the fucking game. We fucking, we righted the ship. Jake, the producer, it wasn't really your fault. I apologize. I don't apologize to the fans because they know I'm out of my fucking mind and they enjoy this show. The unfiltered army ain't going nowhere. Dean Thomas, That's right. we have fun. That's right. That's all we do. What's the, what's the rest of your day like really quick? Uh, I got one more show and then I got to head to Jacksonville. I'm working this weekend and Jillian's fight. Dean, dude, you don't get, you don't get tired. Uh, I don't get tired, get, man. You don't get tired. You got fucking nope. eight jobs. Hey, my friend, what do you want to plug? You said, oh, you already did it. Yeah. After Dean, tough and Dean's got answers. Fuck yeah, you do. Hey, I'll be seeing you in a couple of days, man. Everybody All right, my boy. Nothing to say besides spread love in jujitsu. Dean Thomas, I'll see you in a couple of days, my friend. Peace. Bye, everyone.